and welcome to Align Your Mind episode 11, the podcast that helps you change your life and achieve your goals through the power of thought work. My name is Chelsea Tanner and I'm so glad to be here with you today. We're talking about something that I think is really important and interesting and kind of more nuanced than we may think, which is goal setting. I'm going to talk about how important goals can be, why you should definitely set them, and how you can use them as a vehicle for growth. So why set goals? I want to get clear on that. So I have four kind of clear reasons for me why I would set a goal. If you don't have a goal, you may not see the value in working towards something because it's not measurable or you don't know how to make progress on it without a goal in mind. It gives you direction and intention. Living with intention is so powerful and really living on purpose and using a goal as a way to grow into a new version of yourself can be really rewarding. And this may seem like a weird reason, but your brain will freak out about your goal, which actually makes it a great opportunity to do thought work. You'll have to work through a bunch of self-doubt that you're in like your brain's tantrums as you go about this goal and you'll learn a lot about yourself in the process. And finally, you will deal with failure, especially if it's a big goal and learning to have your own back through this process is so valuable. You basically learn to fail when you set really big goals. Now, a great thing to do is to make a goal tangible or measurable so you know exactly when you accomplish it. If your goal involves a number like a monetary goal or a weight goal or something like that, it's crucial that there's no, well, like, oh, I kind of did it or I almost got there and I basically accomplished it or, you know, things like that. We don't want any room for wishy-washiness. For example, if you're putting on a workshop or a program and you want a certain number of participants to sign up or something like that, putting on the program is okay, but putting a number to the goal is more powerful and kind of more specific than if we just set the goal to do the thing. When we set a big goal, something we've probably never done before, our brain will usually freak out and the thought of actually accomplishing it is bonkers to us. If we haven't done something before, our brains kind of go into the mode of, okay, I've never done this. I don't know how. I don't know if this is possible for me and I'm probably not good enough and I don't have enough experience. And our brains can really go down that rabbit hole quickly. This is where the real work starts. It's managing those thoughts and thinking on purpose about what you want to believe about yourself and your capabilities when, you know, your brain throws all of this stuff your way. And from an evolutionary perspective, in the wild if you didn't know how to do something like thousands of years ago it would probably mean that you died right (laughs) but the stakes were way higher back then it was life or death all the time right that doesn't necessarily serve us now so the thing we need to deal with is managing our mind self-doubting thoughts are meant to keep us where we are Our brain is inherently wired to fear change because at one point that could have been life-threatening. So in this case, we need to be even smarter than our brain, which is a weird thing to say, but it's true. And I truly think that this is what thought work is all about. 
When setting a goal, we want to think not only about achieving it, but who you will become when you reach that goal. If I decide I want to be on Broadway, I'll have to become a really different person in order to accomplish that. I'll need to do a lot of things like learn to sing and dance in order to make that happen. And that's an extreme case because I currently don't sing or dance, but a girl can dream, you know. (laughs) The point is, if you have a goal you want to make happen, it may seem impossible right now. You're looking at a full-fledged transformation to achieve this goal. It's important to keep in mind what we can and can't control when we set these goals. We must accept what we can't control and focus on what we can. I say this because when we set out to achieve goals, they're they're result-oriented most of the time, which of course all goals are, but we need to be cognizant about whether we control the result or if someone else does. If your goal is really specific and someone else is deciding whether you achieve that goal, say like a judge at a competition or a panelist at an audition, that can be really tricky. I recommend making your goal more general in that case instead of saying, you know, I want to win this one specific audition and that's it. If I don't win this one, I'll quit quitting or whatever. You know, make it something like I'm going to win a job in an orchestra. I know that that's my goal I'm going to achieve. That's a goal. And of course, you want to make specific auditions like you need to take them in order to achieve that goal. And and that goal is decided by someone else. But one audition won't be the end-all be-all deciding factor of whether you achieve it. So now I love big goals and challenging things. But what I've come to realize is when I have big goals, it's always important to develop everyday process-based goals that you know will serve you in your transformation. This could look like going running three times a week like what is the process of getting up and going running if your goal is a marathon or figure out a creative process that works for you if you're trying to write a screenplay for example it could be journaling about why you want these things every single day or why you're doing them i've adopted this process in like just the past few weeks and even in that amount of time i've seen an amazing shift I got this idea from my friend Rusty Holmes, who has an amazing YouTube channel um, about mental fitness, and I'll I'll link his channel in the show notes. Um, He writes down his reasons for implementing systems in his life and process-based goals. He has a video all about it, and I think it's so powerful. When we don't feel like doing a task, it's usually because we've lost sight of our purpose. For example, I'm making this podcast because I want to share things that I know about teaching tools and coaching tools and thought work because I really believe that it's the secret to the universe and to doing whatever you want in your life and managing your mind around it. When I write that down as my reason for coaching and doing social media posts and blog posts about all of these things, it becomes much easier for me to remember why I'm doing that task. And it's sort of a daily reminder of, oh yeah, I'm doing this because this one tool could make a difference in someone's life. I encourage you to do the same. Once you've set goals, write down why you do them every day. Like why do you want that job? Why do you want to accomplish this thing? 
if you lose sight of it, it's very easy to become complacent and to not do the things you say you're going to do. And when we remind ourselves and take the responsibility of reminding ourselves, it can be really powerful. And honestly, what do you have to lose? Like two minutes of your day? I want to circle back to self-doubt because it's probably the main reason why people don't try things or go all in on their goals. They tell themselves they don't know how. If you're setting a goal and you have a goal in mind that you're trying to achieve, I'm going to give you an exercise. I want you to write all of this down. I want you to write down all the possible obstacles you may have in your way of achieving this goal. Do you know the right people? Are you getting the right training? Are you getting the training you want? Are you going to have a plan about like how to overcome that self-doubt? How will you go about it? Do you have to learn new things to achieve your goal? Things you don't know how to do. How are you going to find those things out? Really brainstorm all the possible obstacles in your way of achieving your goal. Now, those obstacles become your to-do list. If you don't know something, create a game plan for how you're going to learn it. If you just need to develop a skill, create a practice routine for that skill. If you want to work on self-doubt, hire a coach or read a lot of books on the subject and develop a system for yourself. Brainstorm all the different ways you can overcome these obstacles and really do it. This will make it easy for you to see a way around all of these things or a way forward when it when a goal seems really overwhelming. As you go through this process of implementing your plan you've now so clearly laid out for yourself, I think it's even more important to do another exercise, which is to create a mindset for your future self. What does your future self think about yourself? (laughs) What does your future self think about this obstacle now that they've overcome it? Let's take musical theater example again on Broadway. Does that person who's now performing on stage believe they're good enough to win that audition? Yeah, of course. They did it. They won it. The most useful thing to do is to really sit down and think, what do they believe about themselves? What habits do they have? How do they practice their process? Then adopt all of those things now. I think it's especially important for goals that are determined by other people like competitions, auditions, or job applications because when you show up as the person who already has the job, if you're already operating in that way, it's very easy to say yes to you. If you practice and act like a professional, you will be seen as a professional, but it has to be all the time, not just like when people are watching. You know, get into that mindset and do the habits of the person you want to become and you'll get there so much faster. I've adopted this in my own life and it's really empowering. I can get excited for the person I'm becoming with every action I take toward that goal. And since I have the tools to handle my self-doubt and manage my mind, I know how to move forward in tough moments. Is it perfect? Like, No, absolutely not, nor is it realistic that it will be perfect. 
let me just tell you, there are some moments where I have self-doubt and man, I really think it's going to be the end of the world. Like there's no way I can do this. I feel super anxious and I get all in a tizzy about it, but I'm able to sort it out later. And I take that responsibility to say like, oh, these thoughts were causing these feelings. So I'm going to really dig into like, why am I thinking that? Is there a belief that I have about myself or about this goal that I want to uncover? And living with this kind of awareness and intention is so fulfilling. So if you want to accomplish a goal in your life, really take the responsibility not only for knowing how to get there and learning about the process, but managing your mind. That's the way that you accomplish anything that you want. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would so appreciate it if you would take a couple of minutes to rate and review it on Apple Podcasts so even more people can enjoy the podcast. And I hope you have a really beautiful week. The amazing theme music for this podcast is a song called Already Gone by Paper Morning. You can hear more from them in the link in the show notes, and I hope you check them out.